The crash site would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we create, the Yagara and Turbal peoples. We also pay our respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was and always will be Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's land. Hello, this is Zane from the Crash Creative Podcast. To the Tarek, Zed and Zane listening, know that this is here to be listened to as a tool of perspective, reflection, growth, learning and inspiration. Since publishing this, the three of us have embarked on our own individual journeys in life after sharing two very special years of creative collaboration, friendship, connection and love. To whoever else is listening, wherever and whenever you are, this is a time capsule, a documentation of learning and figuring things out. We want you to get as much out of this as we did from creating it. Do not ever hesitate when it comes to sharing your creations with the world as you never know who might need it. This is the last Crash Creative Podcast for the indefinite future. Please contact me at zayne.wodleylake at gmail.com if you would like to have a conversation or have any feedback regarding your listening and experience of this podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Publishing House. Publishing House. Thank you. I could publish things. Yeah, we, we will publish things. We should publish things. We will definitely publish things. We should be publishing. If you don't have a book by the time you're 30, you owe me $50. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to work on a book right now. Honestly, like, I'm actually working I 100% see that. I have a manuscript for a poetry book. Yeah. It's fully completed. Yeah. That I've, but now I've moved on and now I've started rereading and I went, oh, this is old set and I can't release this now. You know yeah, I mean? it's weird. It's like, you're like, oh, I've moved on. Yeah, you know, released it when, when it, was, it was there because yep. it's now like I might as well just start something new. Mm. How interesting is that though? Mm. I find that with a lot of things, like lots of possessions too. You know, you're like you're just getting crap. Yeah. And then it just eventually, like I don't know whatever your timeline is in five years, you just end up throwing it. Yeah. yeah. Poetry. Yeah. Yep. Any anything, right? Yeah. Yep. Weird. We were talking yeah. about this the other day, and I was like. I genuinely, especially at this moment in our lives, because it was after I was telling Jake about um, our goodbyes yeah. the other night. Yeah. And I was just like trying to explain to him, I'm like, we've just been so many different people in this space together. Mm. And we've changed so many times over and we've like changed each other as well. I just feel like every two days I'm leaving a completely different self behind. Yeah. And I'm just like going onwards with this new person that I'm just getting to know. Mm. It's bizarre. But I think that's the right way to live though. Mm. Because that means that you're constantly moving forward. Mm. Whereas like I think for a lot of people they like stagnate. Mm. And there's like, there's almost a norm associated with that of like, oh, you need to figure out who you are and then you go do your thing and you just chip away. But it's like, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Like when, like when we're eighty, we should be constant. We should still be evolving like that because there is so much room. Mm. I feel like I'm pinning a lot on the idea of not having to change when I hit that age range. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I quite enjoy the idea of there is this life wall, and then I get to sit down and watch. You know. Well, but I feel like there's an element of that, right? But where the scope of what you're working on mm. narrows, mm. and it, there's only a couple of little things. So like maybe it's a case of like every day you take more time to admire the world around you mm. or you, you work to notice more things and in that noticing you get up 1% better every day. 
mm. you know but now it's like there's so many things for us to work on and evolve that it's just like mm. you know two days oh. feels like you know yeah. years because you're like well fuck two days ago i don't even know who i was yeah yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah i hadn't even listened to that podcast yet yeah. so i didn't even know that that was my habits and blah blah blah, blah you know yeah do you think it's like you're learning what you want to prioritize more when you get older like you you learn to let go of things and you just start to really like bunk down on what you want to do i i think there's definitely like a point in the curve where you realize that's what you need to be doing mm -hmm. and but there's definitely for me at least there's like this section of just like i need to do everything like yeah, i yeah. have to try everything i have to taste everything and then you hit this yeah. point where you're like actually it's about figuring out what's important mm. to me mm. you know and then exploring those deeply mm. yeah and there's probably cool points along that journey too like i think one of the biggest points is that moment where you realize that other people's opinion of you doesn't matter as much as the opinion you have of yourself mm. and that moment of like that realization of wait i don't need to be something for other people i need to be something for me and it's about me discovering myself and it's about me being okay with me. Mm. And like once you start that discovery starts to happen is then like everything opens up because you're no longer like, oh, every day you wake up and go, well, what are people going to think of me? What's this? Like, mm. like I even noticed today, like going, I was walking through Maya because I've got a gift card to Maya that I've had for three years that I never used. But you used it today? I used half of it because everything no, everything was on sale no, everything was on the, sale and bro, I, like, I would have yeah. bought like the most inane like if i yeah. go to use a gift card yeah. like it's to it has to be to the dollar amount. No, that's i'm not leaving a cent on that gift well card. the issue was is i thought it was a 20 dollars gift card then when i opened up it was a 30 and the thing i wanted was 20 exactly but 20 percent off so I was 16. Normally I'm down for a deal, but now I've got $14 sitting there. What are you going to do with 14 dollars yeah. What are you going to no, get no, but even third, No, you can't even buy socks, man. I looked at socks today. Yeah, yeah I $90. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's the nth degree of Maya. $90. What? Whose logo did Beatles. they have? Like the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, come on. Like it, was, it was like the Happy Socks Beatles. They had socks rolled into a croissant. For oh, $35. Yeah. The old croissant stuff. Like, I was like, I want to buy this, <laughs> but I'm not spending $35 on this. Like, yeah. It could be really expensive. I think I had another story that was. To oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So, Myers, can I go there? Tangent, 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 tangent. Welcome to the mysterious tangent world where all your tangifying tangent needs will be fulfilled. Tangential. Talking. To a submarine, tangerine, tangelo, tangerine. I'm, I'm there, and, and I'm watching people like you can see. To a submarine, on my that tangent. The way that they interact in that story, that sort yeah. of situation. But one in particular was watching this mum and daughter walk around my shopping, and the girl is just one Snapchat taking selfies while her mum is trying to talk to her, and she's just going, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, wow, that difference of like, the mother also isn't at a point where she's like, like where she's calling the daughter out and being like, yo, stop, like be present, like, like, yeah. you don't have to be on your phone, but this, her whole world, this young girl, her whole world was in Snapchat, and was in taking photos for other people to prove that she is someone. That, and it's like, when you can overcome that need that desire for external validation and you find internal validation like that that is like the secret source that then opens other all of those deeper avenues 
mm. as you move forward. Mm. It's like what Jordan Peterson says is like looking after the community of selves. Yeah. Mm. So once you start you know, not worrying about external validation, you start looking after yourself, tending to your own garden. Then you can imagine, like similar to what you were saying before, like you're leaving these people behind. Well, while you do that, you're also like looking forward to these new people in the future and you can yeah. start working on that now or like yeah who you want to meet next yeah. kind of thing yeah 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 mm. it's an abstract idea <laughs> it is China yeah <laughs> but all things are abstract on the Crash Creative Podcast oh this yeah. is actually we were ranked the number one most abstract okay. podcast on Spotify <laughs> this year yeah, but I think it's a pretty awesome achievement yeah yeah, yeah. by yeah. all of our listeners all of our listeners all um, of Spotify all of, if you've got a Spotify yeah. account you probably got to vote yeah um, you probably saw that and it came up and it said which is the most abstract podcast and out there right now and it was abstract yeah. by netflix or yeah. us yeah um and yeah, we, two options. We, yeah we had two options and we obviously we came out on top yeah. quite significantly 74 percent to uh 15 1 percent uh did oh. not we were also the most statistically inaccurate uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, mathematically yeah. illiterate of yeah. all podcasts yeah um and that one was between us um and a small podcast out of iceland the um called silence oh, okay silence <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something completely different, but silence. Was roles, I was gonna say the Rolls Royce Appreciation Society. Oh, that's quite a good one. Though, though they've probably got to know. You've got to know math if you're gonna buy Rolls Royce. Mm. No. <laughs> that's the whole point. No, no, of no. Buying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to give a fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, true, just, true. you're just like this checkbook will sort itself out. Yeah. This will balance in the end. Yeah. It'll balance. We should get into balancing. Balancing. Yeah, balancing. we should. We should balance things like that balance sheet for Crash that we. Never did. Were we supposed <laughs> to do a balance sheet? No, know. there was a, there was some kind of. We Google had sheets sheet. that we were there trying to. There was definitely balance. Google sheets. There's if we look at the drive files, there's Google sheets with numbers that yeah. don't balance. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what they do. They are unbalanced sheets. I agree. Success. That's I, I think it's more fun. I yeah. think it's more fun when your sheets are unbalanced. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> whenever I jump into bed, my bed sheets are always over to one side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's your bed? Do you guys sleep on? Tangent. I tangent. You have to think about this. Yeah. This is the most favourite uh, voted. You've got to think about which direction are we looking at the bed? Are we so looking you're standing at the, bed at the bottom, from the bottom of the bed looking up. Bottom of the bed looking up. Bottom of the bed looking up. Left hand side. Left hand side. Left hand side of the bed. Yeah. Except I cave easily. So if, if, if the person who I'm sleeping with wants that side of the bed, I'll just be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. But oh. in my brain, I'm marking, like I'm yeah. scratching into some wood in my prison yeah. brain. You're pissing on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't have a side. You don't have a side? No. There you go. I'm all around. You constantly bench. Like tonight, you'll go in. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, do you Thank mean? You. Well done. I missed it, but I'll listen back to it. <laughs> Ambi bedstress. Adjective. The ability to use both sides of the bed for sleep. Are you talking about where you lie or which side you lie on or both? No, 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 like where you lie on the bed. Yeah, yeah, no, I genuinely like change it up. Change it Do up. Do you lie in the middle or are you a middle person? I'm a bit of a middle person. Oh, see, yeah, that's a I red see flag. That for you. That's a I red flag. If you lie in the middle. But also, I rotate the mattress. 
So does that count as like? No, see, I rotate my mattress every like yeah. three months. Yeah, I've never thought so to that. So then it doesn't. Yeah, so you're not. Do you flip it or do you just rotate it? Rotate. Yeah, I can't flip mine. Oh, because you've got a section that's specifically the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I regret that about my mattress. I wish I could have flipped it. Did you get one of those ones that come like online and yeah. you fold them out? Yeah, you like, fold them out and, and they're really hard. Yeah. No, no, mine's actually quite soft. Oh, okay, there you go. I've got a soft. <laughs> I like a firm one. I actually realised yeah. I need a firm mattress. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, if I don't that. have a firm mattress, I'll snore. Oh, just straight away? Oh, not necessarily. Oh. But it depends. I have nasal asthma. Oh. So I have normal asthma, and then I find out I, <laughs> and then I have nasal, I nasal, asthma. nasal asthma as well. I didn't realise it, but sometimes I can't breathe out of my nose. Like my nose would just block up and I can't breathe. Mm. Right. And then I've got no snot or anything in there, yeah, it's just yeah. blocked. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Very um, frustrating. Yeah. I just so, had an epiphany too. I sleep, when I'm sleeping with my partner, depending on which house, it's actually different sides. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Left, yeah, because left, whoever's, yeah. because right, whoever's yeah. at their house gets their side of the bed, right? Technically, but. Yeah, but not me, because I fucking can't, <laughs> don't I? So you're okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sleeper, yeah. Wait, what dwarf. side did you say? Did you just I'm about I, I, I haven't said, I just spoke about asthma. I'm on, on the <laughs> left side, on the left side here. Yeah. So um, facing it left. Yeah, when I'm facing it, it's the left. But I was recently house sitting, and I actually chose the right. But the reason being is uh, the right side was near the window, and I, I like the mm. breeze. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm. so sometimes I'll sacrifice the left, like I prefer the left mm. for, you know, something, yeah. you know, a bit of an added value that the right side might have. Mm. Which was mm. an intuitive mm. moment. Yeah. yeah. If the bed's pushed up against a wall, do you always immediately want the side that's not on the wall? Yes. Or do you, yeah. Yeah, I don't like feeling caved in, I get claustrophobic. Mm. Actually, and that activates younger. your nasal asthma. Yeah, my nasal asthma. <laughs> nasal asthma. Which is the third type of yeah. asthma. Yeah, the third type. You've got <laughs> asthma, nasal asthma, and nasal, nasal asthma. asthma. So your nasal, you it's a it. small gland behind the back of your throat. Um, and when that clogs up, you go... <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. When I was younger, I used to sleep up against the wall. Oh, yeah, there I you go. I just, you just triggered oh, it. Yeah, I think I did too. Yeah, I think I did too. Yeah. I remember I used to, sometimes I'd have, um, like I'd roll around a lot when I was sleeping. Mm. And one time I remember like I <laughs> had a dream that I was falling and then I went and I fell out of bed. And it was the most disorientating <laughs> experience I think I've ever had. Yeah. Like dreaming that you're falling and then actually have fallen and then waking up. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I also woke up with an ant in my ear one time. Whoa. And that oh. was arguably more disorientating because he was just cruising around in there, but it was so loud. Yeah. And I was scared and I was crying and I was hitting my head against the pillow. Mm. And then my dad came running in and he's like, you need to calm down and to crawl out. And I'm just freaking the fuck out. I woke up once with an entire body of ants. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I completely was, covering I was infested you. by ants. Oh, no. Wait, no. actually? Yeah, genuinely. Were you covered in honey? No, I don't know. Oh, this <laughs> is when I, wait, I did that prank where I covered you in honey in your sleep. Oh. Yeah. That was a joke. That was. That yeah. never happened, so it's not, it not funny. Wait, why no. were you actually covered in ants? I don't know. I was, it was, I was sleeping in the front room at the place in Harvey Bay, so 
Everybody knows Harvey Bay is known for two things being boring as fuck and having a lot of ants. A <laughs> lot of ants in yeah. front rooms only. Only the front room only there. The front yeah. The ants in the back rooms. Room. Yeah. 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 Never go upstairs. Yeah. No. Never. Never. No. No. no, no. <laughs> shall, shall we? Um, shall we pull pull it in a bit? I'm gonna ask a question. Yeah, what's up? Is there anything? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I literally yeah, yeah, looked yeah. at Tate and was like, yeah, what's, what's up? up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just a natural response. Cheers, That as. wasn't even yeah. performative. Cheers, as. Cheers, as, bro. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, as. I've never heard that. My uncle made up. Cheers, as. Cheers, as. Cheers, as. Cheers, as. I'm hoping you're like, but in a Kiwi. Cheers, as, bro. Cheers, as, bro. Cheers, as, bro. Yeah, like, so your question, the question I want to ask both of you, isn't so much a question. <laughs> yeah. so, so we've been misled. Yeah, I feel, we've been, this is this is I bullshit. Feel no, you wouldn't no. go to a tribunal and then they'll be like, no, we're not yeah. actually answering any questions. We want you to dance for your dinner. <laughs> what is it? Dance for your dinner at the tribunal. At the tribunal. <laughs> That's the name of our next album. Dance yeah, <laughs> for your dinner at, at the, the tribunal. tribunal. <laughs> that is fucking. <laughs> I can see the album art already. Yeah, yeah, it's just us yeah, in a courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Take no house. So yeah. I, I just figured since this is a bit of a reflexive or reflective, <laughs> I guess. I like reflexive. Yeah, I yeah. like reflexive too because it implies strength. <laughs> 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 we're really strong. For those listening who've never seen us before, we're all really strong. We're fucking yeah. Yeah. rich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tarek is like oh, a professional bodybuilder. You don't even know. You yeah, don't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah. Zane has a big beer gut. Big beer gut. Yeah, it's yeah. Strong. He's like, like he can rest strong. and hold my beer. He's like yeah. he got a little imprint on the yeah. top of his yeah. be- imprint yeah. on the top of his belly. I've got a cozy that just sits there. A little cozy, a permanent cozy. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Question, question. So, because this is a reflective episode, yeah, and I think we haven't done this in a while. We've had a bit of a hiatus. And we're sort of acknowledging now, I don't think we've said it yet, but it'll be hopefully in the title that this is our last podcast Yeah. Yeah. together, potentially. Potentially. If we don't, don't get our shit it. together and do it online ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, the last podcast. <laughs> reflection. Reflexive reflections. The last podcast. Zane, continue with the question. I'll make a very cool edit out of that. Oh, I decided actually that I probably wasn't going to make an edit out of that. The question is, having done all the podcasts this year and going through the turbulent roller coaster that was, first and foremost, doing a podcast. Yeah. And then Did we start this this year? Last year. Last year. Mm. Right at this table, we were drinking <laughs> yeah. beers. We were drinking beers and we couldn't stop derping. Cracksing. Cracksing. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, there's a there's a plethora of in jokes that we could yeah, we could bring we up. could reference. Um, but yeah, I guess from starting a podcast, having no idea what to do, and then doing a podcast for a decent time, and then getting actually quite involved and stuck into it, and then all of a sudden just sort of stopping because it just felt like it needed to have a break or yeah, yeah something. Coming back to this episode, did either of you have any uh, expectations or questions? that you want to bring into the podcast or first and foremost I guess did you have any expectations on how it would go or what we would discuss and secondly if there was uh, certain things you were expecting if there's a question you'd like to air 
Yeah, I I had I I will grab this question by the proverbial balls. <laughs> I was um, going to say horns. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of anything except balls, but all I could think about were balls. Um, <laughs> twisted balls. Twisted balls. Um, I think it is really interesting being back at the podcasting table. I felt like we had a really good groove going yeah. when we when we were in that routine of doing one a week. And mm-hmm. I think there was, you know, I'm really proud of us for like sticking through with it all of that time that we did yeah. and the amount of growth that we had through that. I almost feel like we're starting a little bit fresh again because we're coming yeah. back and like we didn't really explain that we were going on a hiatus, but it just happened mm-hmm. because life happened and things got hectic and busy and, yeah. you know, we all had so many different things happen in our individual lives, but it is so nice to be back here um, and back in the space, sharing the space again and, and marking a very significant milestone for the three of us um, because I think to expand on your question a little bit, my expectations come with the fact of knowing that this is the last in-person podcast we will record for at least the next 12 months. Mm. Um, Because I'm heading overseas for 12 months. Um, Tarek, you're going overseas for at least three months. Yeah. Um, I'm going over my C's for the next few months. Yeah, so you're really working on your C words. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the SC and the Trish ones. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. It, it is, is hard. It is hard. Yeah. Um, and so while you're doing that, we obviously can't record podcasts because there are too many C words in podcasts. Yeah. Um, in, in podcast as a concept. Correct. Yeah. Uh, one question I want to bring to the table is what are you proud of this year? Oh, this is actually coming off of some mm-hmm. conversation we had recently. Mm-hmm. What are you proud of this year? Because I think it's a really good question to look back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and what have you learned? Mm. What are the core lessons that you're taking away from this year that you want to apply into next year? We actually suggest if you're listening now to pause, take a moment to think about these questions for yourself and even write them down if you think that would be beneficial to you. I am proud of a lot of the self-work that I've managed to first research, second implement into my own life. Mm. And they're, they're small things, I won't go into the details, but I just want to express I'm proud of what I've worked on for myself. Like, I've done so much for myself, and I'm proud of that. Um, with that, the ability for me to share love and connect with others has also grown exponentially, and to be present. There's just so many unexpected but welcome benefits that have come from that. Something I've learned is how important music is to me. Mm-hmm that is something I know that I want to keep with me for the rest of my life and mm. something that I want to pursue more actively in the future. Mm. Awesome. That's really good. And so, I mean, it's great to see also like you really took, you really like, stepped up to like deliver that album that we worked on and like yeah. really took and brought your creative musical genius to that. Mm-hmm. I've seen you play so many gigs this year with a multitude <laughs> of different bands. Yeah. You know, you're wrapping this year up with a pretty awesome, like phenomenal gig to be a part of. Yeah. Like, I think it's been yeah. such a privilege to see you grow into that. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to hear that. I do want to interrogate your first one about like, you're proud of like the yeah. work that you've done in yourself. And mm-hmm. like, I think, you know, you said it very modestly. I think like it has been also incredible to be living with you and see you take these steps in development and the books you're reading and the way that you're, you know, like even just like wake, you've been waking up earlier and I can see that you're giving yourself more time for you and mm-hmm. to like read and apply things and journal. 
how did you go about that process and what do you think really sparked that sort of start of that journey for you to be working on your you know internal self um mm-hmm. as a, let's leave it there i won't mm-hmm. have too many more questions <laughs> how did i get into it i i think i like sort of fell into it i remember one specific moment actually it was before we moved into this home and i don't know how or where or why or when might have been through discussions with you Zed, but i learned of tony robbins mm. anthony robbins and i while i was in between homes for like a month it was a crazy time i had the van and i had close friends and family help me out but i bought tony robbins awaken the giant within book and i am still reading it and that was definitely like a spark for a lot of the I think just first and foremost from just committing to purchasing a book like that, I when I did purchase it, I knew I was investing in myself. It's the first time I'd actually used money as a tool or an investment in my own education yeah. other than university, which was something I think I maybe didn't have the right maturity or decision or like... Intention? Intention with or control over. It was sort of just like, oh, yeah this is an incurred expense for later. Whereas this was like, this is, I'm, I was, you know, in between jobs, in between homes, a lot of expenses. I was like, no, I'm going to commit to this $30, $50, whatever it was for myself. And then it arrived. Um, I think I might've actually put the addresses here because we were pretty soon to move in. And I just started reading that book. That was quite a transformative book. Um, I think that, from then, it sort of opened my eyes and my perspective a bit to that world of life coaching or, yeah, there's so many phrases for it, but it just sort of, one thing led to another and that led me down, yeah, various pathways and one thing was, yeah, sleeping, my sleeping schedule and I think, you know, there's certain things in life, eating, sleeping and um, water, which are quite essential um, to well-being quite, quite a yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> no, definitely but I think yeah sleep was something I'd not neglected but it was something due to my circumstances that I put myself in was something I wasn't exactly tending to as, as well as I could have mm. and then I don't know that's a very long answer but I think yeah just committing to that then opened my eyes to reading a bit more and like in non-fiction and um, yeah just continuing to work on myself there's a lot of tools in that book that I still use to this day and there's a lot of references and in discussions that I've had with people that then turn into, oh, you should check out this person's book or this article or I do this when I'm, you know, needing, I don't know, to calm down or needing something to look forward to. Mm. Conversations started to spur. It gave me something to talk about. Mm. What was the second part of the question? Well, I actually didn't add the second part of the question, oh, yeah. but yeah. if I was to, what what yeah. I would be interested in is what do you think is, you know, you spoke about music as something you learned mm. from yourself, but what do you think are sort of some of the biggest outcomes that have come from that process and that journey? Mm. And what do you think some of the hardest things that you've had to face have been? So mm. what is like the positives that have really come from that, that you see in yourself mm. and being specific, as specific as you want to be? Mm-hmm. And what do you think are some of the hard things you've had to overcome in that journey? Because it's not always mm-hmm. easy. I think the biggest outcome has been like a general a general and genuine improvement in my health mm-hmm. and well-being I feel a lot more healthy and I'm not sure if that's 
the perception of my health or if it actually is a genuine like mm. feeling that I've gradually improved but yeah what's been hard is like the inner talk and committing to things and always showing up because I, I think the most challenging part for me personally is when I don't live up to my own standards or expectations because it will happen it, like from time to time I like, get really like beat up myself you know and then that like learning from that being like okay this is how I talk to myself how can I be okay with that or acknowledge that and use it again always yeah I think I've been a lot more mindful of of things like that habits and ways I talk or beliefs that I have mm. yeah that's been hard mm. but it's been worth it yeah mm. that's awesome mm. thank you for the questions really cool thanks for answering I like to hear tarot's Mine, what do we had like well, six questions? So back to what are you proud of <laughs> and what have you learned this year? Um, Luz, I think what I'm proud of, and we spoke about this on the night that we were like saying goodbye and stuff, was I definitely pushed a lot of boundaries and learned how to exceed limits, but then also like where those lines should be drawn, kind mm. of thing. Mm. Um, but I don't know, I mean, reflecting on it further since we had that conversation, I think I've cho this is probably the first year that I've chosen myself the most, you know, and like, and especially even just looking at the start of the year as compared to the end of the year and like what my plans are moving forward and what my life plans are in relation to like other people in my life, like this is the most I've ever put myself first. Mm. And it's really interesting to see how, um, how beneficial it can be to me. And also just like the fact that you have so much, I at least have hang so much worry on the fact that if I'm not doing things for other people, then those people in my life won't like me. And it's just, I'm looking around at the end of the year and I'm like, so I've done this, 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 and this for myself, and sorry, and everyone still likes me. Like it's like, like I'm okay. Like the world hasn't fallen apart, you know. Like, um, so that's a, that's just an exciting revelation, I think, for me moving forward. Um, I forgot the other question. <laughs> what have you learned? What, what have I learned? Yeah, that oh, is yeah, kind yeah, of also yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been a journey, but you know, like. I feel the most in my own power to make the right decisions for myself. Mm. And I, I think I'm only now realizing how much I'm based off of pleasing other people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Can I interject and ask another question? What are you most excited for? Like based off maybe some of these decisions that you've made. Yeah. Looking towards the future for yourself. Yeah. Um, cutting some rip cords kind of thing like I'm just I don't want as many safety nets I want to be able to um, run away and like try things and not need to have like yeah 20 fail safes in place kind of thing so I'm going traveling for a while next year which will be great and I'm trying to keep my timeline for that super open-ended and just not over plan that and not have too much of a definite date on when to be back for that but then also like learn how to work remotely and learn how to work overseas and 
because these are all things that are within my capability, especially for what I'm interested in and then the experience I have in X amount of industries, right? Mm. But also like um, the idea that I'm probably just gonna commit to moving to Melbourne and like moving away from family and like all of everything that comes with that, mm. that both of you guys have probably done more so than I have, you know? So I've always lived like a couple suburbs away from my family home, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not um, made that move completely on my own yet. And it's really cool. And I've been meeting a lot of people who are excited by these ideas and then that like what they want to come with you or they want to come experience that. And it's just like such a cool feeling yeah. to be building small clans and know that you can like go somewhere new and find new people and life will keep going mm. yeah yeah that's awesome that's such an exciting way to be like approaching 2023 yeah and moving in as you wrap up this year and be able to look back on the past and be like i'm fucking proud of the work that i've done i'm proud of my trust in myself and my own judgment and letting and through that letting go of the judgment of other people and this like need to be validated by external forces yeah and then to look forward and go now now that i've got that now i've got that confidence in myself i can actually take risk yeah because like now is like uh, this is something i've been thinking about a lot too is like now is the time to be taking risks mm. we've got a couple more years and then you can't be taking these risks yeah like we've you know like We've like because there are additional factors that come into play. Yeah. But we've got a couple more years where we can actually go out and go. I'm gonna try. Like, mm -hmm. what is what is my ultimate dream for my life moving forward? And what what if I went all in? Mm. You know. And I think in a way that's a big lesson we've got from the crash site. Mm. Not to derail like this conversation we're having right now, but like if we look back at the crash site mm. and the potential that we know the three of us have together and that's potential that is not like getting poured down the sink, it's yeah. gonna keep simmering on the stove until we're ready and we feel like we've all done the work that we need to do to fucking be able to get it off the stove and fucking cook some fucking pasta. But we're boiling some. <laughs> but we haven't known what we were bo boiling yet. Yeah. And we haven't been ready to actually turn up the heat. Or add Bef the salt. Yeah. We we haven't even added the salt. Or maybe we've learned how to add the salt. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like we're just we're we're too nervous to you know to get it to boil. We've got to crank up the heat to nine. But we're too scared to get it past six because we're like, well, what if we want to cook something else on the other yeah. stove top and it'll yeah. be too hot for that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think we spread ourselves too thin. Which, yeah. in a way that we had to, yeah. we had to do all of this. Like, I'm so grateful for all of these experiences. But you come back to it now and you're like, fuck, what if we all just wrote down that exact vision we had of us creating ideas that we want to create, which we said multiple times of like, we every week we pick something we want to do and we go out and we do it mm. and we document the process. If we had done that, maybe we'd be in a different spot, mm. you know? Or that's really where everything, like, that was our true north, mm. is yeah. us spending time together creating alongside one another mm. yeah. and if we just went all in on that but we kept being held back well, what about the financial element mm. well, what about the industry mm. you know what about this and that and it's like no when you set your eyes and you go no this is what we're doing and it's for us it's not for external validation then i think that in a lot of ways that's the lesson that we've learned through the crash site and that's a lesson that we can take with us all now mm. to go away and eventually bring it all back together and you know, lead to world domination, <laughs> uh, which is where we're going. It's an eventuality. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm flagging it right now. We'll look back on this yeah. in many years' time Planting and we'll go, there we go. Oh, yeah, the crash <laughs> site. I've heard of them. <laughs> we'll probably have a different name by then. We'll probably have a different us, name. Me and but, endless but, amount of names. But Zed, Zane, and Tarek will definitely mm-hmm. be building something massive. Mm-hmm. If that's what we want. Yeah. Or it'll be nice and small and we'll live in a little commune together and we'll raise sheep and goats and <laughs> um, make our pizzas. social media and yeah. small. Yeah thinking about what we're grateful for. Exactly. Smile at the goats. Smile at the yeah. goats. Yeah. But don't let them smile back. No. No. You can't Never let a goat smile back. Oh, oh that is <laughs> a... Oh, man. Monday, oh, yeah. Monday really was messed up, man. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Zane nearly lost an eye. We were in a park um, down the road. Yeah. Party park. Is Remember the park? Yeah, 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 yeah. Party park. Yeah, yeah, with all the little goats. The petting zoo. Yeah. Party park. Yeah. yeah. Where we got those ice creams. Yeah. Where you get yeah. to pet the pets and party in the park. They also have loaded <laughs> fries. Um, yeah. <laughs> the pets and party in the park. <laughs> Come on down to the park. Just just down the road. We'll, we'll pet the pets and we'll yeah, yeah, park yeah, yeah. the... I forget. <laughs> it's okay, but no. The 1920s. <laughs> I'll see you there, okay? Yeah. Party park. Go and pet our goats. <laughs> You're saying? You're saying? Before we get too far off topic. Yeah. What about you, Zed yeah. Zed boy? How uh, are you feeling about your year? What are you proud of? What did you learn? I remember them now, I'm not being honest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your pressure <laughs> has been lifted. Yeah. Um, I'm, proud, I'm proud of a lot of things actually this year. I think in a lot of ways this has been one of the most successful years of my life. Mm. Um, personally um, and professionally, possibly not creatively. I never got the creative outlet that I was really like seeking for, mm. but in a way I think I had to learn some other lessons so that I can now do that and focus on that because now I've realized through that process, jumping to the second question, a learning is, is I want to focus on creative first. Yeah. I want to be an artist first and foremost. And I did a lot of producing this year. I did a lot of work and I burnt myself out. But through that process, I think I've been the most grateful I've ever been. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm really proud to have like lived my life to the absolute fullest because I knew that I had a limited time being here. And I can honestly say that as I get ready to leave Brisbane and say goodbye to a lot of people that mean a lot to me and a lot of experiences and memories that mean a lot to me, mm-hmm. that I've actually milked this place for everything that I could possibly get out. And I don't like drinking straight milk, but I drink at time... You yeah. know, if I could have straight my time, out of the goat. Straight out of the goat. Don't smile, don't milk. let it smile. You no. smile, don't let it smile. Drink the other. I'll be smiling. <laughs> Brisbane goat milk. Yeah. Brisbane goat milk. Tastes just like home. Um and only two percent fat. <laughs> um but yeah, like I'm really I'm really proud to have like actually lived this year to its absolute fullest. And I've learned so much and I have tried to enjoy it as much as I possibly could and I've cut out a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I've let go of a lot of fears that I've had, a lot of fears of judgment and fears of failure and fears of ju- like, juggling. I guess, <laughs> juggling. I'm petrified of juggling um, and I'm finally letting that go and I'm going to the circus. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just fears of like, fears of what other people think of me and letting other people's perspectives shift how I see myself and really learning to trust myself, trust my gut. And I've learned that by like both trusting my gut and not trusting my gut. You know what I mean? Like it's been, I've been able to learn through the both polarities yeah. and that's been incredibly rewarding and incredibly challenging, but something that I'm so, so grateful for. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm proud of. I'm also proud to just have such amazing friends in my life and such amazing people in my life that 
um, inspire me and allow me to grow and call me out of my bullshit when they need to and just to like have curated the life that I have I'm proud that I've been able to do that mm-hmm. and I'm proud to be surrounded by the people that I call my friends my family and my loved ones mm-hmm. um, because I think ultimately that's the most important thing mm-hmm. and like if I was to look back on this area it would be like you know and, and give advice in any way it would be like find people that can make you a better version of yourself yeah and find people that push you and inspire you and even in lots of different ways you know mm. like every yeah. it's so unique like all of these relationships but it's so so critical mm. um and lessons i've learned like i think you know that's kind of tied into a lot of what i said but i think another big lesson is like it just to like really cement that point home is to trust your gut yeah like when i trusted my gut great things happened when mm. i didn't trust my gut something fucked up Mm. and I think like trusting your gut knowing that you can pull off anything if you set your mind to it because you can we mm. fucking proved it like mm. you know like with the Fringe Festival that we were producing like uh, there was times where it was like n- it, n- it would not have happened if I hadn't just got out of the way I didn't strategize I didn't plan I just went what has to be done I'm doing it mm. and it's happening and I learned the skills I had to when I did the fucking ridiculous hours of work I had to to get that done. And so did many other people, including yourself, Tarek. Mm. But like, like that idea of like, I, we had to back ourselves mm. and we couldn't let any negativity in. We, it wasn't, you know, oh, mm. what if this doesn't work? No, it's like, we're doing this, we're committing to this and we're all in. And when you're all in, the universe somehow conspires with you. Mm. And we've learned this before and it was a great reminder to now look at that going into 2023 and go, whatever you set your mind to, the universe will fucking help you achieve it if you put the work in. Mm. I know that's a bit woo-woo, but like I truly, truly believe that. Yeah. Well, it's not woo-woo when you also think about if that's what you're setting your yeah. direction on and you're having a some sense of a tunnel vision, like of course you're going to... You're yeah. going to achieve that. You're going to want yeah. that. Everything around you is going to align with that thing that you yeah. want, right? That's what I was thinking. It's almost like the idea of, you know, you you are realistically the master of your own universe, the master of your own yeah. reality. So mm. if that's what is appearing in front of you, if that's your will, mm. then that's what will be. Yeah. 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 And you, you shape that. Like, I think we have so much more power than we realize. Mm. I, I think also like one other thing that I want to throw in there is, and this is like a proud moment and a lesson all in one, but one of the things I was really proud of this year is to get alumni of the year at my high school and I got to go. And the only reason I won that, the award doesn't mean so much to me, but what means a lot to me was the chance to speak to kids that were in grades 10, 11 and 12 mm-hmm. and to also speak to teachers that taught me and to see me now some seven years out of school. Um, and also to be able to te- speak to parents. Mm. Um, and it was a unique position where I had an opportunity to give a three minute speech to basically everyone that was at this awards night. I, I went for seven minutes. I definitely took my time um, and, I I, and I deliberately rebelled. I deliberately yeah. said, I'm not doing the classic speech where I talk about myself. I want to talk to the students. I want to talk to people there. Mm. So I was really proud of that. But the, a big lesson I got in writing that speech and delivering that speech, and I think it really resonated with a lot of people, was this idea of embrace your weird. Mm. And this realisation of like when you accept that you're weird, because you are, it doesn't matter who you are, you're weird. In your own ways, you do weird things. 
You know, there's little things that you do that are just different than other people and it makes you uniquely you. Mm-hmm. And other people don't need to know about them, but what you need to do is you need to embrace your weird because that weirdness, whatever you're weirdly obsessed about, whatever you're, you you think, oh, I'm too weird, I don't want to tell people about this, like one, like my deep passion for mm-hmm. origami or whatever it is. But it's That's like- a great passion. Yeah, yeah, it's a great passion. <laughs> but like, like, you know, like those things like, oh, I'm weird. Like, and it was used as such an insult growing up and it's, you know, like in all the buddy team moves, like, oh, that's the weirdo. No, but being weird is fucking brilliant because that because weirdness is vulnerability to be weird is to be vulnerable because it's you being honest because everyone else pretends like they're not weird but when you say I am weird this is how I'm weird this is my weird experience of this weird fucking universe which it is weird it's all weird absolutely you know like when you embrace that you let go and you become vulnerable and you become honest and that is fucking powerful Mm. And failure is okay. It's okay to fail. Like... I think something... Sorry. Tangent. (laughs) Something that I've been thinking about, like, as we've been kind of circling similar themes, something that keeps coming up is letting go of how other people perceive you. And I think another section of that, which is important, is not necessarily being worried about how people perceive you for, um, like, superficial reasons but that it would hurt them in some way. Like, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get that empathetic thing where I'm just worried about like, okay, well, this might be disruptive to this other human in my life that I care about. Mm. But when you're letting go of the idea that you can be disruptive, like you are allowed to take up space Mm. in other people's lives. You are not their side characters. I feel like that's another level of letting go of, what people think about you. Random tangent, sorry. It just it keeps coming around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that's so true. I think it's like there are so many layers to that idea and it's like, and where does it all come back to? It all comes back to fear. Mm. This fear of judgment, this fear of not being enough. And then when you go, well, wait a second, I define that for me. Mm. Like, my enoughness comes down to me. Mm. And who, like, who the hell would you give the responsibility to tell you if you're enough or not? Mm. And who are you being enough for? Are yeah. you being enough for an external person? Are you being enough for like a child? Are you being enough for you? You know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like really important, like, because it, it's that idea, I, like it comes up in, um, um, oh, that book that we read, oh, the Untethered Soul. Untethered Soul, in the Untethered Soul. Thank Michael you. Singer. Michael Singer. In Michael Singer's book, and he talks about if, if, if your roommate treated you like the voice in your head does, you would kick them out. Mm. And it's the same way. Mm. If people treat you in a way that is not empowering and that's not making you feel enough, then kick them out. Mm. And if that voice in your head is continuing mm. to do that, kick it out. Whatever yeah. process that has to go down, whatever extremity it is for your individual circumstances, mm. but it doesn't help. Mm. It doesn't support you. Like, and you deserve, like, it doesn't matter who you are, you deserve to be around people that fucking love and support you for who you are, Mm. not for who you're pretending to be. Mm. Because when you're all just pretending, everyone's fucking crumbling inside. And you see it all the time. Yeah. And it's sad. It's fucking heartbreaking that that's what we've normalized. Like, we've normalized a society where we're all friends, but we're friends because we're all performing. Mm. But really, deep down, no one feels secure or supported or loved because we're playing these parts mm. and we're not being ourselves. Mm. Another way, like to think, like kicking, 
kicking that voice out, you know, it's like can be quite a aggressive metaphor. It's like another way to look at it. It's like rewriting your own destiny or your own narrative, like mm-hmm. being able just to mold it. If you're not happy with how you're treating yourself or like you think you're not enough, then well, redefine what you think that is or should be. Yeah. And like that, I think is the most powerful or empowering thing is acknowledging that we are like molds of our own upbringing as well, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And the learning that you can, you can have through just deep reflective thinking or just sitting in the presentness without any distractions or technology, just thinking and sitting there with the moment you can, I've learned so much just from that. I feel like that's yeah. been a really prevalent mm. idea this year. Like, mm. I mean, I only know about it through social medias and stuff like that, but this idea of like, mm. um, what is it like re retraining yourself or like mm. it's re raising yourself mm. and you go back and you think about like all of those habits and all of that conditioning that you learn, whether it was, a situational response or a trauma response or something like that and then you've gone on and you've lived X amount of years with that habit mm. and to take the time and stop and think about how do I rewrite that how do I reposition myself so I'm not this isn't my experience mm. anymore yeah yeah I feel like that's been coming up a lot recently mm. Mm. it's easier to do as well like I feel like when you when you are forcing yourself into uncomfortable or like different situations or scenarios even you know it could be like when you're traveling or it could just be trying new things out or doing something that's just different you know you can just acknowledge that and realize you can do anything you want to do or something like just changing it up yeah 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 and asking yourself just giving yourself time to ask yourself questions mm. that's an interesting question yeah, yeah. <laughs> What would, what do you think is like either the biggest or the coolest thing that you think you've changed about yourself this year? I'll go first, what do you guys yeah. think? Yeah. I've learned how to say no. Awesome. Which is yeah. a shit of a task, but it's so empowering because it gives you so much spare time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just inherently think that I need to say yes to everyone and to appease, like appease people around me. And a like a, a literal um, manifestation of me learning to say no is I stop getting out of the way for people in the street. Like I just, mm. I just walk straight because I'm constantly like mm. I go, like I'm the person who goes way too far out of their way to get out of your way. It's like yeah. just w- hold your space, like walk straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. The link from like body to like mind as well is quite strong there. But and it's how and it's you out in the external world. Mm. It is how you are placing yourself within the rest of society. It's saying I deserve to be able to continue walking this direction because this is where I'm going and this Mm. is my journey today. Mm. You know, instead of constantly being like, ah. this this person is more important than me. This person needs. The, it's not like I'm just walking into mums with strollers or some bullshit, right? Like obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's degrees and stuff, yeah. but it it's it's interesting to also like think about how you're holding yourself mm. in the in the real world yeah. or in the external world on a daily basis, yeah, and how that informs your internal thoughts. Mm. Yeah. 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 I've re-sculpted a lot of things 
one probably the most poignant thing oh, poignant <laughs> it's so hard to say I like to say it without the G like poignant you know poignant, anyway, yeah. one of the most poignant <laughs> things was one of the chapters in the balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> grabbing poignant, poignant. <laughs> that's what the apparatus would do you yeah, need, yeah. need multiple like appendages clamps it's all operated by AI yeah, yeah. AI yeah. clamps yeah. AI clamps your appendage <laughs> coming to you soon um, the AI superstore. <laughs> what the zero? It's made ones. zeros and ones, and every now and then a two. Yeah, yeah. So no. ones and twos. <laughs> all the all the throwbacks. So. Right, awaken the giant within the book I was talking about that I yeah. bought. There's a chapter in there where it talks about what's your underlying life metaphor. Right, I acknowledged, and since doing this, I've used this formula with like a lot of things, my relationship to faith my relationship to love, my relationship to a lot of things, or my perception of things, or my... I'm constantly being challenging thoughts or reactions to this year. One of them, my life metaphor that I dissected and, like, dug and buried to, like, find, which was quite shocking to find, was that life is, is hard or life is challenging, right? And that was a metaphor that was the guiding principle of most of my life or my actions. It's why I struggle to get out of bed in the morning. You know, it's why the whole plethora of things were being guided by that. And I changed that. I changed it to life is mystical and life is a, a mystical, a mystery and a dance. Okay. And they are, and, and I'm not attached to them, but they're, they've replaced what, something that was quite, disempowering yeah. for me. That's been the coolest change. I think that was the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coolest or biggest or yeah. like whatever comes to mind, whatever springs yeah. to mind. And then on top of that, allowing myself time to ask myself questions mm. has been a very recent thing too. And I like to do it in nature. Mm. And I like to really sit with it and ask big questions. And sometimes the questions come out of nowhere. Mm. It's like, it's kind of crazy, right? It's like this deep, desire or like this deep burning fire in you that just sometimes strikes you mm. when you allow yourself that time mm. yeah that's awesome yeah i love the the importance of language mm. and the language we use and the way that like language can can fuel limiting beliefs mm. you know and like that idea of like going well okay that's this metaphor has actually held me back is where it served me yeah. Mm. up until this point and now I'm looking for a way to redefine that message for myself so that it is going to empower me and I think empower and disempower is a really good mm. um, way to explain yeah. that but I love that idea of like life is a dance I mm. think there's something so beautiful and that's very creative as well mm. but like yeah. that it ebbs and flows and it moves yeah. and, it, and it fluctuates and the highs are rely on the lows and the lows yeah. rely on the highs and that middle ground exists in between all of those extremities. Yeah. That's really cool. And no metaphor, no life metaphor is perfect, right? No. And you can always just change it and yeah. evolve it with... There's one. Know. Don't let a goat smile at you. Yeah, that's probably the biggest one. And don't drink the pig's milk. Yeah. That one's so the critical. Pig's the milk. Pig's milk. The pig's episode. Yeah. 13. I don't know what episode. 18. Got, yeah, one of them. Well, it was back there. It was back that way. Good, yeah. yeah. Pretty back. Yeah. yeah. For me, 
Um, what have you done, Zed? What have I done? What have you what, done? What haven't I done? What have you done? Um, you've, you've genuinely had, I've, and I feel like you, um, we have these conversations and Zed finds these little moments to reflect on things that we've said, and he almost like um, dissects it a little bit and then yeah. kind of reads it back to you, but it's mm. this, it's not like mm. it's not like you're repeating it back to us. It's like this beautiful thing where you're you have these small moments in conversation where mm. you're showing us how much you're listening to us yeah. and how much you're being present. And then sometimes we don't do that for you. Like yeah, we're yeah. kind of yeah, flitting yeah. on to the next thing. Yeah. And I did really want to say before that I feel like I just watched you say yes to everything that you could this year. Mm. And that was so nice to see for someone that I cared about so deeply, you know? And when we were in the wars, even mm. like making space to say yes. And that made me feel like I could say no and yes to the right things and stuff as well. But the amount of opportunities that you either took up or created out of thin air because yeah. that's what you wanted was incredible. And I'm just so glad that you had such a fulfilling year. No, I really appreciate that. And it does mean a lot. And I think it's like, it's really nice to hear that and have that like sometimes you need that outside validation too like to, to sort of like hear that and go oh yeah maybe i'm not completely delusional you know um but like i i think like in in reflecting on that it's interesting because the one thing i've worked a lot on is listening and being and actively listening so it's really good to also hear that that translates as well because it also really helps for me is i for me to understand things i've learned i have to speak mm. it's like why i talk a lot is because it's my way of understanding the world and my way of processing information is through speaking and so to understand what other people are saying to me i i actually get a lot of value from speaking it back and articulating it in my own way so that i'm actually making sure that I've understood it correctly, which is really cool. And then like one thing I have done this year is learn a lot about my learning process and like mm. how I exist mm. and what, how my brain functions because I, I'm understanding it functions in a weird way, you know, in a way that is different and unique and its own sort of intricacies. But I think one of the things that like a, a big like point of growth and like a really cool thing that has come out of this year is I've actually learned how to give love to myself and I think in the past, like, I developed this idea of, like, self-love and something that, like, got me out of some really dark spots in the past mm. of, like, really building practices and, like, systems for, like, you know, like, empowering myself and building confidence in myself and motivating myself and, and like, giving myself, like, like love in, in, in many different aspects of that. Um, but I think I always struggle to, like, give love to myself, like, to actually, like, really be, like, what do I need right now? Like, what is... What it's like my like and listen for what love I need. And sometimes that love is like, get the fuck out of bed and go to the gym and get up and fucking take this day and you you know. Mm. But sometimes it was like you do not need to be waking up at three thirty in the morning every morning. You can lie in bed and you can stay up late and enjoy this conversation and not feel guilty of that. Yeah. You can go out and enjoy this meal and you can order the fucking bread because you fucking earned it. Mm. And you love bread. Yeah. You know, like you can go try this almond croissant because you love almond croissants yeah. and you're here and you may as yeah. well try it. Yeah. Um, and, and then sometimes you'll have it and you'll spend the eight bucks on the almond croissant and you go, fuck, that was a shit almond croissant. <laughs> and then go, there's no value in regretting it because no. it's already happened. Yeah. yeah. And I think I've got better at working with that inner voice and not being guilty when I take time off, you know, like, fuck, I'm like five weeks into like 
being off pretty yeah. much. Like I've done nice. little odd jobs, but I've started pottering during yeah. the day. You know, <laughs> where you just potter and you do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, yeah. and like, and I've not been stressed out from doing that, which is fucking massive because like, mm. if I had an afternoon off, mm. I would get anxious mm. in the past yeah. because I was so addicted to like work and external validation from doing things, and now actually not allowing myself not to have to be doing things all the time to slow down and to listen and to learn just through the process of being mm. rather than doing and i think that's something i've worked on and i can see it coming to fruition now towards the end of the year and i think that's a skill mm. that is going to serve me into the future and mean that i can show up better when i need to as well mm. um I mean, I also burnt out in there as well, you know, like there was a... But, oh, you know, yeah. that was us, that was doing That's, the thing with exactly. the, boundaries, the boundaries, where we learned a lot about the boundaries, push. we went yeah. past Plus, the boundaries, we were like, That's yeah. the boundary yeah. in the rearview mirror, exactly. <laughs> let me yeah. go back and get that boundary. Yeah. <laughs> How many, burn, what's the burnout count at this table for the year? It oh, f- be up there, right? Maybe, maybe up there. Six to ten, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, at, at least. least. Yeah. Yeah. One big. Yeah. One big. Yeah. One big burnout. Yeah that kept burning yeah yeah like i think it was that i think it was like this elongated burnout that had stages yeah to it, mm. right where it's like my body and the universe was trying to be like okay you're burnt out like take a break mm. yeah and then and like, even the people work. around you yeah. and it's bizarre yeah. because every like everything externally can be telling you to stop yeah. Yeah, like yeah, slow down yeah. like this is too much yeah. like are you sure <laughs> and nothing changes no. <laughs> until you are ready to change yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like everything yeah. in life you're like you no know? no i'm good i'm good yeah I'm yeah good. yeah and you and yeah. it's it's psychopathic <laughs> because you genuinely can believe that you're fine when you're yeah. so not fine yeah and it's so weird looking back on it now because i feel like literally in the last like couple of months where work's been a little bit less and stuff like it's just I feel like a completely different person, mm. you know, yeah, yeah. you know, and existence, the idea of existing and like where my life, like, mm. it's just, it's nice to have happiness back. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And it's good to invest in yourself and invest in experiences that are meaningful for you. Mm. You know, like, I think that's the other thing that's like, I've actually gone out and seen a lot of things this year and I've spent money on yeah. gigs and like, yeah. and experiences that have been so valuable and then... You know, like, and I haven't shied away from being like 70 bucks for a night out, you know, because that's, I want to go see this gig and I don't do it a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you know, or like, let's go out to dinner, like, let's go, you know, like, and I think mm-hmm. it's been such a great learning experience to know that those are, because they are memories, they're experiences that don't have a financial value, you know, like, obviously you do it within your means, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not here just fucking eat, eating ramen noodles, mm-hmm. you know, I want to live this, these years of my life and I yeah. don't want to like... You know, I don't care how successful I am when I'm 40. I don't want to look back on my 20s and be like, well, I didn't fucking do half the shit I wanted to do. Mm. Yeah, now I can do it. But now I'm not in those same situations. I'm not fucking living here in Woolnagabra in this really cool spot where we have a podcast studio on the roof. Well, that's like (laughs) an immediate thought that comes to mind is what you were saying before about having these amazing people in your life. Like you've done the hard work. You've gone out and you've found these people that you really care about and you really trust. And then you like you kind of tell yourself to shy away from situations where it's like okay well that's like going out that's superficial that's this that's that and mm. it's like no you've already done all the hard work you've collected these beautiful humans go spend time with them mm. just yeah. say yes to that that's okay yeah. indulge in that yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. yeah find balance for yourself mm. and the only way you find it is by ebbing and flowing up and through mm. 
you know, you, you maneuver your way through it all and you learn where balance sits for you because balance is also, we may have talked about this before, but like, I think there's something so valuable in going balance is not this perfectly balanced thing that, that's just like both sides are even. Mm. No, balance is this idea that over time, mm. you know, like balance in life is that it has an axis that is time. Mm. And it's meant to flow. You're meant to have moments where, yeah, it is getting intense and you're working a lot and you're all in there. But then there's moments where you, you take, you know, your foot off the gas and you chill out a bit and you relax and you enjoy it and you embrace those things mm. and you figure out where that balance is for you. Mm. And it's that over time that's so important. Mm. And when you trust yourself and you learn to know yourself and, you, and the people around you and that ability to go, I have a vision for my future and I know where balance fits into that and what things are important to me mm-hmm. on that journey, like then it just continues to grow and be more, more and more fulfilling. Mm. Yeah. And it's all learning. It's all learning. Mm. Yeah. Because you also got to eat some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the other thing. It's like when, when, when you eat shit and then you go like... Okay, it's also not that bad, mm. <laughs> you know, because I get up and I fucking deal with it. Yeah. And sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it sucks and it throws you for six and it's like far out. Like this is a really shitty situation that's mm. occurred, you know, like, yeah. um, but you get up and you, and then you look back on it and you, you have to go, it happened for a reason. Mm. Like you have to, mm. I mean, I got, I got back ended, um, <laughs> one day that I decided to take, I take, decided to take a day off and. And as a relaxing day to recenter myself during a hectic period of time. And then one of my mates was, had just gone through a breakup and I went, I'm going to go, I'm going to go spend the day with him. I haven't seen him in ages and I know he needs someone. Mm. So I am going to go hold space, mm. but I'm also going to, you know, it'll be a day for me as well. I'm going to go out and get out. I love a long drive. Mm. Went out, picked him up, driving, pull off the motorway, bang hit from behind as he's he's sort of starting to get quite emotional with me and vulnerable with me I'm holding space for him and we're talking we're really connecting and and he's like and you know it's just really hard bang hit from behind both of us slam forward I smack into the car in front of me Mm. right I like pull up onto the side of this road the guy in front of me is like look man I got a big you nothing wrong I'm off the other guy (laughs) who's who's, who like hit me Um, and I'm in shock. The other guy who hit me, I can see is just like distraught. Like, I don't know mm. what mm. was going on with his day. I think it was either a night shift worker or he was on something, mm. but I looked at it. There wasn't too much damage that I could see mm. on the back of my car where he hit me. And I went, you know what? It's all good, man. It's all good. I just want to get out of this situation. I drove mm. around the corner and then I realized the back of my car was fine because the front of my car took all the damage <laughs> and I fucked up the front of my car. And I didn't get contact details. I didn't get anything. Yeah. And I went, it's like the one thing when you're in a fucking accident, you get their details in case anything goes wrong. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't do it because I was just in shock. Mm. And I was like, and then I had that moment of going, fucking idiot said, you idiot. You had one thing. Now that's going to cost you a hundred bucks, blah, 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 a couple of hundred yeah. bucks, blah, blah, blah. And I went, no, there's obviously a reason. There's obviously a reason. Mm. Like that guy didn't need anything reported. Like we didn't need to stay there sitting in this fucking mulling and this whole thing. Mm. And you know, we went and had breakfast and I really worked to not get overwhelmed with it. I got home and I went, look, I actually think I can fix this myself. Mm. And I went in and I found, figured out what the tools were to like bump the section out um, and get it fixed up. And then it prompted me to then go straight to get it serviced. Mm. And I found out that my battery was about to blow right before I was about to do like a couple of day road trip mm. with my partner. Oh, Luke. So I was like, okay, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like, I probably could have got, I, I, 
had that not happened, I would have pushed back my servicing. Yeah. Because it's one of those things, you go, fuck, I don't want to service my car. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to spend the money. I can't be bothered. Yeah. Not have a car for a day. Yeah. And I put it in, and that actually ended up being quite a positive thing. There and, you go. You know? And you just never know. But in the moment, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. You know, this, like, this is the worst yeah. thing that's ever happened yeah. to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, it, like yeah. even if it's so dumb, you're yeah. like, yeah. 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 Also props though, because like that sort of situation can be quite intense, right? Oh. And there's a lot of like instincts and in- instincts and emotions that will flow through, but like the capacity to like dial down, okay, we're okay, you know, what's next? What yeah. do I need to do next and what's best for me? Yeah. You know, I don't need to dwell on this shit. Yeah. This has happened. Yeah. Everyone's okay in the situation. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna yeah. deal with it. I'm gonna fix it. I think that's yeah. a really nice like it captures a lot. You know that mm. I know I know there's a lot of work behind yeah. that. Yeah. Being able to do that, you know? Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Good. It's that stoic thing, I think, and it's like really cool to see it in practice because it's mm. I don't always get it, but like the idea of like, like what is in my control, what isn't. Mm. If it's mm. not in my control, why am I even thinking about it? Yeah. Because mm. why? Yeah. If it's not in your control, like yeah. you know, and there are some things that you also put in that bucket, you know, like mm. That thing of like, I leave in a couple of weeks, and the emotional burden of that has been simmering in the background for a long time. Next and to I've the felt other it, you know, the other simmering pot of potential, you know, <laughs> is this like emotional yeah. weight, yeah. you know, and it's popped up multiple times, mm. and now it's getting to the bitter end where it's like, oh shit, this is really happening. Mm. But I've made the decision that I'm going on the strip. Mm. It's not in my control anymore. Mm. It is happening. Mm. And the process of these emotions is the bargaining chip. It's the, mm. it's the consequence. Mm. It's the part of growth. Mm. It's the hardness mm. to the softness of the incredible experiences. You know, yeah. they are one and the same. They rely on one another. Like the reason that this next year is going to be so significant on all of our lives is because we have to go through some hard shit to get there. Mm. And we've got to come out the other side. And we've got to learn and grow and go on our own individual journeys to then come back. Mm. and it's like when you can look at it like that and you can go like this is good and it's good to feel it's good to feel because when you feel those emotions you know you're doing the right thing like mm. we're speaking about this other night while we we're all crying yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. the bawling our eyes out was yeah. like that moment of like going but this means we did it good yeah. this means we fucking you know we did good we, stuff we, like we did the three good. of us we like, did good <laughs> you know like when you when yeah. you when you are parting a, a moment in time and you can look and you are mourning the loss of that because it means so much it means that we fucking lived it mm. and we put everything on the table and we built a friendship a series of friendships over three or so years <laughs> a series of discreet a, friendships a series of discreet <laughs> yeah. friendships that no one shall know about yeah. um, well, you know almonds <laughs> <on the table. laughs> your mother likes almonds um, she does like almonds you prompted me yeah. you faded me yeah. <laughs> But like that, that ability to like look back on it and go, it obviously meant something. Mm. And like, we have to earn that reward, mm. you know, yeah. like that reward has to be earned. Yeah. You don't just get rewards. No. You have to do the work to earn them. Mm. And part of that work is being able to let go and say goodbye and wrestle with the agony of that. Mm. But in the knowledge that through that experience of wrestling and letting go, 
that like the gratitude we have for what was and the excitement we have for what will be is always going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it works. Mm. Fundamentally, I don't know what the law is, I don't know who, you know, <laughs> what it is, but that is how it fucking works. Yeah. Yeah. Is that if you do it right, it is going to hurt. Yeah. Because it's meant to, you know? Mm. It's the Buddhist thing, life is suffering. But there's beauty in that suffering. The fact that we have access to everything mm. And nothing, all at once. Mm. The paradox of longing for the past but living for the future. Mm. And then just being present mm. in all of it. Mm. In amongst the chaos of it all and finding order right now. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Like, like, whoever scripted this thing is a fucking genius. You know? Yeah. Or a sadist. Or both. Yeah. And we're just left here to be on our own journeys yeah in awe of everything mm. satanic porn addicts satanic porn addicts no fuck. sadistic sadistic porn addiction sadistic fuck porn, porn addiction. addiction that makes no, <laughs> no sense. sense but I think we're leaving it in there I think we'll leave it in there and I think that's a pretty beautiful note to be departing from this podcast from yeah, yeah. it's been a truly beautiful Mm. whirlwind of a journey I'm so incredibly grateful for all of it I'm so incredibly grateful for everyone listening Um, it's been so much fun and I look forward to rebooting the podcast in the years to come when we have a full studio and we can fucking do some fun crazy (laughs) stuff and we can be weird because that's what this has been awesome about is also embracing our weird a little bit and spending time with one another and spending quality time with one another Mm. Yeah, it's a privilege privilege to know you Mm. privilege and an honour thank you both as well I think we need to acknowledge the commitment we had yeah. to this for that period of time every week, you know. Every week. And not yeah. only was that beneficial for the podcast and for ourselves, but that was so truly beneficial for my learning and growth as a human being. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I wanted to also express my gratitude to mm. both of you for that too. And every week, you know, showing up for each other, mm. holding space for each other and just chatting yeah yeah it's fucking unique and it's fucking beautiful yeah it's special <laughs> and this is uh has a very deep deep place in my heart yeah yeah likewise yeah. it's transformative yeah, yeah. Mm. the memories are etched into my heartstrings yeah. mm. and also online for you to download they're all yeah <laughs> our vulnerability our weirdness sound waves in the atmosphere yeah. come and get your vulnerability yeah. <laughs> we like to say that also how crazy is that what we're saying now is almost being immortalized digitally yeah and, and anyone anywhere mm. can listen to this shit we're giving this that. moment in our lives legacy yeah. through audio mm. yeah. like that's fucking powerful yeah the power of creation. We yeah. should get. We should burn CDs with the podcast. Though. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> the full season, idea. and then the album. Yeah. yeah. It's double. It's a double. It's double. Oh double my god! Desk. We should print it on vinyl. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine if we paid to print it on vinyl? That would be so cool. Let us know if you'd buy disc frisbee with disc golf as disc golf with the records. Make a day out of it. Make an event. That's what we're good at. That's yeah, let's do another event. <laughs> Before One the end of the year. For the yeah. road. <laughs> yeah. City Council, where you at? No. <laughs> okay, okay. No. Call out. We're calling you out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's the episode. I guess that's I guess it. Goodbye. Thank See you, you later, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Have fun. Bye. Love you. Be safe. Bye. Be 
fine, friendly, and kind. Don't be fried. Be satiated. Don't get yourself satiated by the world around you, and don't forget, love is pure. Love <laughs> is love. Love is you. Love is you. You. The boys don't want to finish this book. Love is But wait, what happened to episode 32? Do you ever think that just everything in our life is just a fucking, like, just meaningless? Like, you know, like regret. It's like, it's so, it's so, we're so. It's dwelling on the past, right? Yeah. But if you don't dwell on the past, then you're not going to, if you don't like learn from that, it's like mm. you need to dwell on the past to learn that dwelling on the past is, is yeah. tough. I think inherently you have to, experience regret to learn not to have it yeah yeah but also it's like you also inevitably know like it, there's like <laughs> things i feel like there's also things that's like you know that you're gonna regret but it's like it's not such a pain now to like make the that change you know like i think about sometimes i think about it, it's like spending time with certain people mm -hmm. it's like fuck i know that like there's gonna be a time where I'm going to regret not having spent more time with that person. Yeah. While I could. They are inevitabilities, right? Yeah, but it's like, but like right now, it's not a priority. You know, like I can't spend every evening at my mum's house. Mm. But I know there's a point where I'm not going to be able to like spend time with my mum. Because she'll disown you. Yeah, because she's, she's, she's traveling to she's uh, travel. <laughs> 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 she's gonna disown me because she's gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine she, if that was a part of obtaining a passport. Oh. You had to have no kids. Fuck. You yeah. had to be like, no, I don't know. I never raised any children. Well, that's deep. That's, yeah, that's, that's thick. 
<laughs> that is thick. That's one of the thickest things. Oh. Look at that. It's a flower? It's a red stem. You got a red stem griped. Griped. Great. We got a couple of gripes to start this episode. Gripe number one, grapes. <laughs> Too expensive. Two ninety nine a kilo at the moment. Really? That's actually grapes. quite good. But are they are they firm? I I'm fasting. I think so. Can't even have a grape. No. No. Man, no. I could not fast. fast. But then when I can I can eat it. well, I could eat a grape when I stop fasting. Oh yeah. But it's just you've got a period of time that you don't eat. Mm. Okay, no. It's called fast. Oh, breakfast. Yeah. Do you have a breakfast this morning? I did break my fast. Nice. I broke my fast this morning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, <laughs> <I went laughs> number two, weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of it around here. Like, also, blue gas this morning. Did you? <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> Guys, there's also like blue gas. Blue wind. <laughs> blue wind. Wait, what is that saying when you fart? Uh, Pass wind. Top down tundra. <laughs> I popped a cap in my ass. <laughs> Rise above I the sea. I like excreted air from my anal cavity. <laughs> excreted. <laughs> I popped a pluff. Excreted enough. <laughs> Tips for tap of. Leaking the tap. Is leaking a word? No. I wish that you could just... I just wish... I just love fake words. They're better. Like, fake words are better. Like, but all words are fake edition. words until it gets put in a dictionary. It's like shmish. Yeah. Such I mean, shmish is a reality for me. Yeah, you yeah. And Derek. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it might yeah. not be a reality for most people, but... Yeah. It's literally on your shirt. It is on your shirt. It's like, isn't it crazy that you can just pick a word and you can give it meaning? You know, mm. like that light there, I could change it to actually just be a Hylof line. You know, it's like <laughs> Tarek grab the Hylof line. We're gonna turn it off. Hylof line. Hylof you know? line. Yeah, it does sound kind of German, doesn't it? It does. It does. I, maybe you run into this thing where you're because we're so accustomed to how words sound, it's like we immediately kind of push a foreign twang <laughs> to language because it's not, you know, it's not recognizable yeah, right. English. Yeah. Mm. Well, I guess even if you were making words up, you wouldn't come up with like a new sound. Everything would be based off of a sound that you've heard at some point in time. Oh, that sucks. What about? <laughs> <laughs> yep, heard that one. You yeah. did that one this morning. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see that I feel like I've probably heard that before. Yeah, definitely heard that before. It's like the it's like how you can't make a new color. You can only make colors that you like. Same. Or could you... You could can't imagine a new colour. I feel like I've imagined new colours. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about No, that. you haven't. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know what you mean. I feel like sometimes it's like... When you get a certain state but, of consciousness, you can... Yes. You can, like, colour change it. <laughs> maybe it's just um, this this false sense of novelty then. Mm. Yeah. No, I think it's actually... Presque-vu. No, jame-vu. Sorry. To keen to find... Voulez-vu? No, you know deja vu? Yeah. yeah. There's also presque vu and jamais vu. Which? Presque vu is tip of the tongue. Jamais vu is a sense of novelty in a mm. in a, a familiar experience or something. Sense yeah, like of re-ex- novelty in a familiar experience. Like you're re-experiencing something? Yeah. It's like, so like yeah. feels like but first time. But that's like deja vu. No, deja vu is like you feel like you've been here before. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've been here before. 
Got and then loop. Well, Jame Vu is the Jame. Jame Vu yeah. is like the novelty of it. Oh, hang on. Well, it's like that you're re-experiencing something for the first time. So, like, um, say for example, Zane punches me in the face and it hurts. But then one time he punches me and it's like I'm feeling it for the first time. And I'm like, I actually kind of. Enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I feel like I've walked into a fucking hole. <laughs> but that wasn't the best example. Alright. <laughs> that was a good example. Uh, but one time, one time, you punched me in the face and I was like, like ooh, uh, oh. There's a, there's a novelty here. <laughs> a novelty. I love that I searched, like, just each of the vus. Mm. Fresque vu and jame vu came up with scientific definitions. Deja Vu came up with the Olivia, uh, Olivia, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo's song. Yeah. Well, I guess it's the most like commonly used term out of the three terms. Deja Vu. It is. I see. I say Jame Vu probably four times a day. (laughs) Do you? Do you get a sense of novelty out of that? I do actually. It's why I like force it. It's like because after I discovered it, I was wrong. I got it just mixed up the wrong way. Jame Vu is never seen. The experience of being unfamiliar with a personal situation that's actually very familiar. So, oh, like, it's the someone... opposite of deja vu. What? Well, deja vu. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, can, is there an example of that? I don't understand. <laughs> um, I think of like, um, potentially, is it Alzheimer's? Mm. So, like, mm. jama vu, the experience of being unfamiliar with a person. That is or familiar. situation that's actually very familiar. Mm. But I feel like jamais vu is the awareness that you are being, feeling unfamiliar with it. But then surely there's like, like it, it, how does it exist outside of something like Alzheimer's or dementia? Like, or is it the thing of like when you see someone's face, you're like, fuck, I know that person. Well, what if but someone, I know, what if but someone I looks completely different or something? Like if someone, yeah. like you ran into someone from your past and they look completely different. It's like, yeah, that, I don't recognize you, but I know I know you. I'm yeah. sure that's it too. Yeah. Um, deja vu defined as a feeling of having already experienced the present situation. Right. And then presque vu, meaning almost seen is the intense feeling of being on the very brink of a powerful epiphany, insight, or revelation without actually achieving the revelation. Ooh. Which is like you're in a group of, with a group of people. This is proven, given the same stimulus, you know. Who is that actor that it's in that oh. movie? Oh, yeah. oh, it's, oh, it's, oh that's a that's, brilliant and you feel the energy. Presque vu. That's so good. And um, it's, like, yeah. it's like the build-up to an intellectual orgasm. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, because then everyone's like, oh, yeah! <laughs> but actually, it was like proven that if a, a group of people, no matter how large, is given the same stimuli based on... It, the Presque View is a shared sensation. No one will be able to get that. It's, it was some scientific study. Wait, what? Yeah, it was like given the same stimuli or stimulus... Um, a group of people, no matter how large, will all experience presque vu with that. Yeah. With that actor who no one can remember because they were given the same stimulus that led to the brain tricking itself into not accessing the right information. So you have to start conversation about something new or draw the topic away and naturally that'll free up the space in your thoughts to find and latch onto it and go, oh, it's this. That's why if you ever think, you know when you're like, oh, what was I just thinking yeah. about? Mm. The best thing to do is to start talking to someone or do think about something else. 
and then about 10 back. seconds later you go oh mm. oh that's instead of trying to find it you're actually clouding that thought more by trying to connect it's all about your brain like synapses and connections and patterns mm. it's one of the most annoying things when you're like you've got something and you're like yeah oh i've just forgotten what i was what i was meant to be doing here yeah happens a lot like sometimes when i'm doing something yeah. You know, you do something and you're like, what am I doing? Like, I've, cu- I've come downstairs for a reason. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Wait, wait, guys. What are we doing here? Wait. What, what, I don't know. Where are we? What, what is this? We've what gone back this? to our hostage situation setup. We, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what happened? Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the memory card's full. Oh, oh fucking remove my spleen and call me an old man. Wow. We're gonna have to cut around those. That was like such an awesome segue zone. We were like, Thank you were getting us like set up for it. It's alright. It's alright. That's one strike to Tarek. It's <laughs> your fucking camera. Oh, you set it up. <laughs> okay, I'm pausing. Oh, you're pausing? Yeah. Oh. I've got this really annoying bit of paper that I should have gotten Yeah, no, sorry, just give it here. I've got this really annoying little bit of paper that I... knew you were going to get it. I knew you were... Now I'm not going to let you stand up. We're going to have to keep it in your mouth. For the intro? Yeah. No, for the whole fucking month. What was it? That's dangerous. He ate, he ate a plastic wrapper because he thinks he's hilarious. Would you like, like some you form of like? This bit. No, put it in here. Would you like? <laughs> put it in here. No, put it. Would you like some form of like coaster? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, I can get you one. No, it's okay. It's, we'll just do that. Is it? It doesn't but fit in. The... I, I think I'd just prefer to have it on the ground. <laughs> I think I'd just prefer. I think I'd just prefer to have it on the tushy. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. Saved by the bell. Did you, did you ever play that game? Saved, Saved by, by the, the bell? bell? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's not a game. It just... sounds pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. It's like we just fight until the bell rings. <laughs> Where's the bell coming from? I ring it. <laughs> <laughs> if you start winning, I'll ring it. If I start winning, I won't ring it. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Slope. So if I want it to ring, I've got to win. Yeah. Shit. That's deadly. Fight. 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 Getting really good <laughs> <laughs>